The Mike Wagner Show is powered by Sonic Web Studios. Hi, this is Mia Mohsen Zia, also known as Mia No Time for Love. Check out my latest book, Missing, available in print and ebook formats on Amazon. It's now time for the Mike Wagner Show, powered by Sonic Web Studios and sponsored by international award-winning author Mia Mohsen Zia of Missing. The Mike Wagner Show can be heard on over 40 podcast platforms, as well as HamiltonRadio.net, Diamonds FM, and TheMikeWagnerShow.com. We can be heard in over 100 countries, featuring over 1,000 well-known and amazing guests throughout the globe, and named one of the top 100 global podcasts in the New York Weekly Times, Hollywood Entertainment News, Los Angeles Weekly Times, Apple, and Chartable. So sit back and relax and enjoy another great episode of the award-winning Mike Wagner Show. Hey everybody, it's Mike from the Mike Wagner Show, powered by Sonic Web Studios and brought to you by our official sponsor, the Mike Wagner Show, international warring author, Mia Molson's The Missing, available on Amazon and paperback and ebook. We're here with a terrific multi-talented musician born in Bridgeport, Connecticut. He began his career at three on the chord organ and became a member of um, CVTOS or the Connecticut Valley Theater um, Organ Society. And he began studying at five with Rurley Music Studios and won numerous awards in music. And he also uh, worked in New York, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, Connecticut in a number of uh, radio stations and streaming platforms. Also performed with the Tower of Power, Spiral Gyra, Chicago and more. And uh, he also had some Christmas music out there with Christmas Magic, Mr. Christmas and a Connecticut Christmas. And he's also got um, some some really good material out there called songs from the great american songbook and we'll be getting an update and more about the songbook live ladies and gentlemen from plus studios outside hartford uh, connecticut the multi-talented musician born in bridgeport connecticut a veteran of 20 some years 25 and <laughs> counting working number of uh <laughs> radio stations new york new jersey pennsylvania connecticut and more and performed with a number of musicians ladies and gentlemen from the great american songbook the multi-talented James A. Norquist. James, good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Thanks for joining us today. Thank you very much, Mike. It's a pleasure to be here. Well, it's great to have you on board, James. So you're a multi-talented musician born in Bridgeport, Connecticut. You began career at five on the chord organ and also a member of the Connecticut Valley Theater um, Organ uh, Society. And you began studying at five for Vermilion Music Studios, won a number of awards, and also worked in New York, New Jersey, Connecticut and Pennsylvania in radio and a number of streaming platforms. You perform with the Tower of Power, Spiral Gyra, and Chicago. And you've got um, yesterday songs from the Great American Songbook. You did some Christmas magic, Mr. Christmas, and more. And we'll get an update about the Great American Songbook. And before going tonight, James, tell us how you first got started. Well, I got started uh, again at the age of three. I one one of those things. My grandfather played by ear, and I uh, I just. Uh, was drawn to you know as a kid just this is what i i wanted i wanted to do and so after banging around on the organ then my grandfather had like 13 organs in his home and wow. for someone who plays by ear that's kind of a treat so <laughs> um hammonds cons you name it and uh so then you know my parents like any 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 parent you know like do you only know, do you want to take lessons so started taking lessons and Went from organ to piano, piano to organ, and then um, I probably stayed with the organ until I got to high school. Long story short, got in a program in the arts, kind of was like a 
famed school for the arts, but it was called Regent Center for the Arts. When I was uh, when I'm in high school, so as part of your high school day, you would go to the University of Bridgeport, learn jazz theory, jazz history, jazz composition, and also earn college credits as while being in high school. So basically, I was going to school from seven o'clock in in the morning to seven o'clock at night. Wow. Um, but it it really did help me get into school. Um, I I got in. I know it sounds kind of cocky, but I got into everywhere I, where I applied, but uh, where you get the best offer and the best money back 20, 30 years ago, uh, I ended up going to the University of Bridgeport to get my undergrad, my grad, and then once once you get out and get into the real world and you just really try to you know, get a grasp of everything and go out there and do as much as you can. Mm, that is a good point indeed. And I think that's what some young people need to do is like get out there as much as you can. And what was that one precise moment that simply influenced you into what you're doing for the rest of your career? Say that again. <laughs> what was that one precise moment for you that simply influenced you into your what you do for the rest of your career? In other words, what was that moment that said, this is it? Be precise. Mm. At one precise moment probably was uh took place at the carriage house studios in stanford connecticut i mean that was when you get we're getting called to be a studio musician and you know and you play your part and you play and start laying your um your collective talent you know on on someone's project and that was with uh, tower of power at that particular time of course i knew who tower of power was but i did not know the gentleman that i was surrounded around with was actually tower of power <laughs> so mike you gotta understand it's one of those things that it's that sobering and humble moment when you're they're like you know we need we need a track on here and i'm going okay i'm putting four changes together and writing that and putting them around words that somebody else put together and and then maybe about three or four years later, I hear it on a smooth jazz station that I actually happen to be working for in New York City. I'm going, <laughs> why does this really sound familiar? And then I'm looking and I'm going, oh, damn, you know. Oh, well, what are you supposed to do? But you live in Norn and uh, you know, every experience, learning off one person, learning off this person, learning off this group, wedding bands, uh, you name it, I've done it and I'm still doing it, but taking it to the next higher level. Um, you know, I can, again, after, uh, 2020, you know, the game has changed and, you know, there were, there were a lot of things that you have really had to adapt to and, uh, change can be, I don't think anybody likes change really. Uh, mm -hmm. Right. Unless you uh, ask the, um, the Gen Z crowd or the, um, you know, millennials and such, you know, they probably gave you a different answer. Oh, totally. Totally. I mean, uh, you know, COVID, COVID changed the game. Uh, I lost my dad in 2021. So that was, hmm. that was another game changer. So I was like, you know, I have all this material and I've had everything, you know, piling up for the last say 10 years and, you know, with distribution and this and that and social media the thing was, how do I get it out there? How do I get what I have to say? And the, what I've been not holding back, but I've been holding it in this little thing called a hard drive. You know, how can I get it, get it out there? And and how can I show the world what I 
want to same and and how do I want to distribute it? Mm-hmm. That makes perfect sense. And don't mind me asking, do you remember what what song um, that you laid the organ on for Tower of Power? It makes me think I need to go to that. Um, I need to go to Spotify or go to Pandora, look it up on YouTube and find that particular track. Yes, it was called If You Can't Go Up, If You Can't Fall Up, You Can't Fall Down. Okay, can't uh, fall down, it can't get up. Okay, it's somewhere along those lines. Let me just and write this down here. It was, oh, and just like with Chicago, um, a, my, my, my particular professor in high, in, in, uh, high school was also a professor at the University of Bridgeport, and he called us for an impromptu gig and said, well, you know, there, the, the bus broke down, we're playing at a local park, and can you, can you show up, and can you bring a drummer with you? Okay. <laughs> so, you know, it's like one of those things like, well, you know, um, let's see what happens. So pull into the park. There's got to be about maybe five, six hundred people. Now, if there's four keyboards to the left, there's four keyboards to the right, and there's five keyboards in front of me. I'm surrounded by keyboards. So this must be a some type of band that I would know, right? It wasn't until I looked at the drum head that I began to panic profusely. And there, I mean, there's the logo, there's Chicago. And there, not all the members of the band are there because, you know, some were on a plane headed to the gig, some were, some were doing this. But, man, that was a lot of fun because um, when you listen and grow up and, and you internalize a song or songs in general, and then you have the opportunity to play it with the creators. Mm-hmm. That speechless is the word, but humbled is you're humbled until after the game where you're like, you know, did you realize who we just played for, <laughs> you know, or played with? <laughs> Oh, I think that'll just take anybody down. Not just Tower of Power, not just Chicago, but Spyro Jerry you also worked with as well, too. Oh, my God. I mean, Spyro Jerry was directly out of um, college. And I mean, uh, of course, uh, first hooking up with Dave Samuels, then Jay Beckenstein and the rest of the guys. It was a Northeast, you know, uh, leg of, of their tour. But most of these guys, with the exception of Jay, um, you know, at that time were kind of based in the Northeast. So learning, learning the chops and this, I got to tell this story real quick, Mike. So when I, in 89, which feels like an eon ago, uh, my cousin had, I went over his house. He pulled out Spyrojar's free time album. And at that particular point in time, he said, he goes, Take a listen to this album. It's going to save your life. You know, here I am, a 15-year-old kid. I'm like, what do you mean this is going to save my life? Well, he was giving me the, you know, in terms of keyboard and his, he's a musician himself, you know, in terms of chops, in terms of style, in terms of dynamics and things like that. Little did I ever imagine that, you know, was it four, eight years later, you know, that I, I'd be playing with the same guys on the album that I literally wore this poor tape into Bedlam. 
So, <laughs> oh, I, I wish I did great. that to my tapes somewhat. I have to keep them going. <laughs> oh my gosh, boy, you're making me go back to old days. So it's like take just tape players go over and over and over again. Small got contest, but I think yours pretty much took the cake. <laughs> I mean that. I mean, and and that's why that's why I still say anybody anybody who's just picking up an instrument now, or you know, or if you can buy vinyl. I mean, you just you hear the musicianship, you hear what the instruments and what what the what these men and women are trying to do. It's not like the it's not the reprocessed garbage that's being put out today. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry. You know, real music, real covers, real artwork, people that took time to actually put their craft. Uh, I There was a podcast that I, I had done, and the gentleman uh, following after me was the one who designed the Rolling Stones logo. Oh, let me guess. That was Ruby Mazur. Yes. He was on my show a while back. What You're a story. Kidding. What a story. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I, and, and he regretted the day that, um, you know, he didn't get to really cash in the opportunity. That was so iconic. I'll tell you, I'm like, no wonder I should have I should have wore a Rolling Stone shirt. And I had one like I saw in 1988 up in Alpine Valley. I'm like, oh, my goodness. <laughs> you, you know, Mike, that's the thing. I mean, you, you know, you know, all like all the Tower of Powers, all of Chicago's albums. Uh, oh my God! Uh, all of any artist, really. I mean, Sinatra. Just take Sinatra's catalog, right? Every single album, you know. There's real photography. There's real art. There's none of this, you know. We'll we'll just do a nice, you know, three thousand by three thousand little pixel. Oh yeah, or or, or like the uh, the Snapchat, Instagram, or um, you get from Etsy or whatever it is, or buy like say from uh, oh, what's that one company, Getty Images or something? Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, I, I one one thing one thing. I, I mean, look, you've got to play with the card that, that you're you're given, right? Mm -hmm. So, you know. I know when I when I'm uploading artwork, it's it's got to have something. It's got to have you know meaning to me. Now now there's AI. There's this. There's this. Pretty soon I could just take what's in my head and put it in 40 words, and out pops an album. And hopefully we sell more than Taylor Swift does. <laughs> I think that's but, gonna be, I think that's going to be the biggest challenge right now. And who can outsell Taylor Swift? You got some albums yourself, like Christmas Magic, Mister Christmas, A Connecticut Christmas, Yesterday's Songs from the Great American Songbook, and uh, can he top Taylor Swift those with James Norquich? We'll find out in one minute. But first, you listen to the Mike Widener Show at themikewidenershow.com, powered by Sonic Web Studios. Visit online at sonicwebstudios.com for all your needs. Look at a professional website without breaking budget. Sonic Web Studios is the answer. Sonic Web Studios. Offers fast, affordable custom web designs that blow the competition away. Call today, 1-800-303-3960. That's 1-800-303-3960. Or email to support at sonicwebstudios.com. Mention Mike White and your show get 20% off your first project. Sonic Web Studios, take your image to the next level. Also, time to give an official shout-out to our official sponsor of the Mike White and your show, International Warring Author, Mia Malsenzia. If you love fast-paced mysteries, you'll love Missing by Mia Malsenzia. Available on Amazon and Paperback and ebook. Missing is fast-paced and intriguing with an unforgettable twist. It takes place in four countries. Two strangers, one target. Where truth is illusion and those who love be the first go missing. It's available on Amazon and paperback and ebook. 
Missing by me and Muslim Z has gone great reviews. In Eve 11 and George by Howard Celebrities, including Joanna Cassie, Forge Riley, and Manales. So grab your copy today for Girls Missing by me and Muslim Z, available on Amazon. Also, check out the Mike Wagner Show at themikewagnershow.com on our 40 podcast platforms. Heard in 100 countries, including Facebook, SoundCloud, Spreaker, Spotify, iHeartRadio, also Apple Music, Odyssey, BitChute, Rumble, YouTube. Make sure you subscribe. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, Twitter, TikTok, and more. Take us with you on any mobile device. And for great gift ideas, go to Amazon.com. Check out the Mike Wagner Show podcast. T-shirts, pop sockets, throw pillows, tote bags, hoodies. Makes great gifts 24-7. Go to Amazon.com. Check out the Mike Wagner Show podcast. And for more great gift ideas, go to Amazon.com slash me and Balsencia for great books like Missing, Once, and Wrinkles. Also, T-shirts, pop sockets, hoodies, phone cases, and more. Amazon.com slash me and Balsencia. Check it out today. And support the Mike Wagner Show on Anchor FM, PayPal, and the themikewagnershow.com. We're here with a multi-talented musician born in Bridgeport, Connecticut, now living outside of Hartford, James A. Norquich here on the Mike Wagner Show. And um, you talked about uh, who's going to outsell Taylor Swift. Well, you got some albums out there that yourself that have the potential and possibility of Christmas magic. Mr. Christmas, a Connecticut Christmas. You also got songs on the Great American Songbook, including Yesterday, Volumes 1 and 2, and um, a possible 3. And uh, tell us more about those albums. Yeah, I mean, but, you know, in some 20, 2022, um, after, after releasing a single, so we had that whole... Uh, Thing that happened in Ukraine and put a video together and I figured let me put an instrumental to it well uh the video went well but you know uh <laughs> my my collective whatever did not work mm. so it's 5 30 in the morning and I'm just playing Leonard Cohen's Hallelujah and I'm like wait a minute this is gonna work threw it up on Twitter and about maybe six hours later a vocalist from uh, from the UK uh, who's the number one selling classical crossover vocalist on iTunes said, can I put my embellishment on it? Boom. The rest is history. I um, like that. You know, hit TV, hit everything, and we were able to work with one World Central Kitchen to raise money for the Ukraine effort. However, um, so it goes, okay, you know, what do we do after that? Well, I wanted to take all the stuff that I grew up with. And yesterday is all the big band, you know, songs of yesterday. My Funny Valentine, you know, um, My Foolish Heart, you know, songs, jazz songs, you know, songs that were written by real composers and recorded by many, many, many artists from there on. And pretty much doing after that, you know, that that launched and that went very well. So it was on, it only made sense to encapsulate the songs, you know, from 1950 to 1980 or 1990 that are our songs of our generation. And so that's called today. Mm -hmm. Well, uh, in 2024, working on what's going to be considered tomorrow. Now, I don't plan on covering any songs from 2000 on. But these are songs that are part of our inner core, songs that I would say that we can pass on to our children, our grandchildren, um, songs that we can share with our family that or that we currently do share with our family, mm -hmm. whether holidays, birthdays, bar mitzvahs, weddings, songs that have become a staple in our lives. And that's what's going to be. 
uh, become part of tomorrow. And uh, I don't have a date on on releasing that. Hopefully, hopefully by by June is is the goal. But you know, make make sure you stay tuned to my socials and all that other good stuff because uh, knowing me, maybe I'll get it done before Easter. But um, you know, right now the focus has been to uh, you know get back into the roots of uh, of where I follow, you know, because the last time we we spoke, um, Christmas magic was nothing nothing less than magic. Had over eight million streams in a hundred and hundred and fifty countries. Wow, hundred and fifty! I think you pretty much top mine. It was like. Over a hundred countries, you're putting me into a challenge right there, James. <laughs> Mike, you're challenging Mike, me. <laughs> listen, I mean, I mean, people. So, Instagram is a great way to express, you know, and 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 Twitter a great way to visually show people and tell people this. Hey, this is me, and this is what I want you to see, right? Mm -hmm. But when people take your music and put it to commercials, events moments in their life i mean we're talking two three thousand times around the world in countries that i didn't even know existed is far beyond me and i'm i'm sitting there i'm going like this i'm like you know well it's there it's there it's there mm -hmm. it's there and um yeah i mean you know uh christmas time was very very generous but you know you're only as good as the last thing that you did you know mm -hmm. and you know there's there's so much more to say there's so much more original stuff that that's slated to to come out there i honestly i honestly on it i just don't know what, what to what to put out there first so tomorrow is like literally right there um the the latest one was is was a tribute to my dad um, uh, people get ready. Of course, the, the version that I know, not the Curtis Mayfield version, but the Chambers brother version. Uh, yes, Chambers brother. I was just going to say that. And I think, uh, Rod Stewart did a, a remake of that. And I think there might've been, um, a few more as you're right. It was a Chambers brothers, Curtis Mayfield, Rod Stewart. And I think there may have been like, um, quite a few, uh, which either doesn't come to our top or heads or we're not even aware of. Yeah. I mean, I, I, when, the version with Rod Stewart, I think, was with Jeff Beck. And we lost Jeff Beck, what, about a year or two years ago? Uh, so, yeah, and I, I remember him from the 60s and uh, one of the influences, like, you know, you know, lead guitar and um, rock and um, classic, everything like that. I think that was, like, considered, um, that was heavy metal back then. Now it's, like, album rock, AOR. Now it's just classic rock. I remember that. And I think it just started a whole chain of um, guitars you know, following as well. I mean, I mean, this is this is this is the the music, um, which I, I like. I said before is the soundtrack of our lives, mm -hmm. and you know, somewhere in a, in in a in a in a processed world that we live in, where you know we're we're all too busy, we don't have the time, you know, where we where we we have to make plans for our plans, you know. Perfect case is when a nice snowy day like the one we're going to get tomorrow. <laughs> hopefully you know that's when you, that, that's when you sit back you know and you just kick back throw in a pair of cans turn that turn the 
turn the stereo up and just listen. You know, uh, again, I had a professor in high school and college that said to me, if you never pick up your instrument, keep listening. Because your mind and your body and everything else will develop. And then when you go back to your instrument, you know, it's that, that's actually secondary. Keeping your mind fresh, keeping your mind healthy and absorbing these sounds and these and these riffs and these changes and these melodic patterns left and right. That's what's going to make you create something and separate someone who's, you know, they may be in the corner woodshedding their instrument and doing any Van Halen licks, which is great. But what's the difference between, you know, um, someone today and, and a Paul McCartney? Paul McCartney's mm -hmm. getting into the changes. He's getting into the music. He's, you know, he's analyzing the analyzation of the music that he just analyzed. Yeah, if mm -hmm. that makes any sense. Or, 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 or it's just like you know, he's trying to recreate himself of himself of himself of himself. Exactly. And people copied off of him other copies, so he's trying to like you know redevelop, 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 you know, just like the whole time the Beatles did. They pretty much um, involved from like, you know, the, um, the boy uh, Mop Top band, all the girls uh, screamed. And then they went to, um, I think, what was it? Uh, Psychedelic. And then it became um, art rock and everything else. They found ways to change and change and change and change. And that's what made me successful. And I just know some other artists that uh, changed from like, you know, just, um, you know, headbanging rock to, um, to what, what was it? Um, theater rock. And I think there was, um, oh, what was it? Progressive, like a King Crimson, Genesis. Yes. And all that. Some, you know, oh like really into metal. And they started evolving to like this progressive, you know, songs like 10, 20 minutes long, and which is like tedious to uh, today's kids. But to us, it's like, they're just timeless classics, like a Pink Floyd like like this you, you know i i I'm, I'm not one of those people to name drop someone that i i particularly like but and i you know i'm i'm working i'm more concerned i'm putting all my own stuff together but there's one group on youtube and they're called halicine mm -hmm. and or halicine and uh the musicianship and I mean, they take rock and they throw it in the metal. They take classic, classic rock. They take, they take pop songs from the '80s and '90s. They took a version of Journey's "Don't Stop Believing." It's amazing, and it sounds better than the actual version itself. <laughs> and, and what's the name of that group again? Hey, uh, it's H A L O C E N E. Halo C. Okay. And if you go on YouTube, there's, they, you know, there's two or three groups that actually ming. I and I am not a sponsor for them, in any shape, form, matter. But you know, I would love to get in touch with them to do some kind of, you know, collaboration because that's that's what it's about. It's bringing the music alive again. It's you know, it's taking a song like September by Earth, Wind, and Fire or Lonesome Loser. Mm -hmm. Or um, a song by Michael McDonald, uh, or, I mean, or or Bob Seger, he would appreciate it. Yeah, yeah, Stevie Ray Vaughan. You know, if the house. Oh is my gosh! Yeah, I wish Stevie Ray Vaughan was still alive, and I, I wish I saw him. 
at uh, Alpine Valley, but I opted to go to a Papa Creek concert. And then when I heard the news, the plane crashed. They thought Eric Clapton was killed, but Steve Ray Vaughn, oh, I was in tears. I was just getting ready to buy some tickets. Oh, my God. Every time I hear Steve Ray Vaughn, it's like, I wish I would have went. And you, and you know what, Mike? Here, here's one. Here's an artist that I, I always come back to his stuff, Jeff Ely. Mm -hmm. uh, blind guitarist, had these amazing chops, these amazing licks. The band on the band had had a couple hits. Of course, he was in Roadhouse, but you know, this, 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 you know, having this discussion, you know, as as two people who love music, you know, uh, and as as a musician and as also being in radio, you maybe I absorb things more than other people, mm -hmm. but you know. When we're, when you're in your car, everybody's bop, everybody shakes their head to something, you know. Life would be really dull if we didn't have something to gauge it by musically. And I mean, listen, art and 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 fitness and all these things—they're important. Don't get me wrong, but music is something that is ingrained in us. And even somebody who has no talent whatsoever can still pick 10 songs that they can actually tap their feet to. Mm -hmm. And, you know, that's what it's all about. It's telling a story. It's telling our story. It's relating to something. It's um, if I can just have one person say, Hey, you know, I really, really liked what you did. To me, that's the most important thing, you know, to have a million people like what you did. I mean, yeah, of course. Yeah. I, 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 that's, that's the ultimate, you know, pat on the back, but really what it comes down to is in, in even when you're playing live, just for one person to say, you know, I really, really like what you did there. And, mm -hmm. you know, um, because it, it does matter to us because, you know, we're, we're out there like everybody else, whether it's trying to make a living or it's trying to trying to tell your story. Mm -hmm. And uh, and hopefully my catalog and everything that I've done, you know, people will be able to, you know, have resonate with that and have and understand where my adaptations come from. If that makes any sense. Mm -hmm. um, yes, it, yes, it does. And I think everybody's getting adaptations. Sometimes I have songs that just run through my head and you wish you could put it on paper, but sometimes that's difficult. And um, I can also think of a few groups that just, you know, that just get into my head, but then you could also like, you know, tie, tie into others as well too. And um, you know, some of the ones like King Crimson, you know, just, you know, getting that deep thinking oh. or, or you get like in the heavy metal, like the, um, the artistic one, like Queensryche. And I think dream theater from your local area, that's a huge one right there, Dream Theater, and I, I admire him so much. And then and at Sabotage, which um, half of the groups uh, spawned into the uh, the Trans-Siberian Orchestra or a TSO. And I heard that yeah. story. I went, amazing. And, and then what's even crazy is that I think 2024 is the year of the rebrand. So not, I like didn't do this specifically. But I mean, like bands like Creed, they're, they they are they were playing under a total different surname, right? Mm -hmm. At least here in Connecticut. And the funny part is, is that their Christian music infused with with metal, with rock, and now 
like I said, music should be colorless, ageless, right. timeless. But we've gotten we've gotten so we've gotten so one dimensional. Yeah, specialized, divided, stereotyped, and whatever else you're right. Yeah, I mean, you know, there 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 were so many people who are just pr producing things now, Mike, that are, you know, you listen to it and you go, what is this trying to say, or is mm -hmm. it just, or, or or is it just a bunch of empty nothings, you know? Mm -hmm. Or or, and, or or it's like ear candy too, eye candy. I see a lot of that in the videos. It's like you know, too much eye candy, too much ear candy, and what's really a message? Hardly anything. Yeah, and 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 as we were talking before, I mean, today is the hundredth anniversary of Rhapsody in Blue by George Gershwin, That's and amazing. that is for a song to still have to resonate a hundred years later. And it be an American jazz composition is unheard of because mm -hmm. we usually we usually you know um, we usually look at you know classical composers as having that having that staying power you know Bach Beethoven you know Rachmaninoff mm -hmm. George right. Gershwin mm -hmm. you know and Gershwin and also, and also Mozart as well too if Mozart were alive he would um outsell Metallica, Van Halen, ACDC, and oh, Martin sure. Crew all together. It's like he would just sell out every concert hall, you know, throughout the world and smash attendance records over those guys. I mean, you know, that's, and, and that's, and that's what makes us, I guess, you know, it's amazing. Different, different people from different parts of the world. I, I see people from the UK are way more way more advanced in terms of you know um not only pop music but even american jazz than than we are or you know uh or just you know any any form of music uh, australia canada you know we get i think we're our thing is you know chopped into sports and don't get me wrong i i love my sports but you know how can we how can we define ourselves as a country? How can we heal ourselves as a country? You know? Mm -hmm. And I think I think that's it that was on Netflix. It's the 30th anniversary of We Are the World. Oh, that's right. I remember that. And I think I had that record that was given to me. Um I, I think as a gift a while back. And of course he had um Band-Aid, Feed the World and everything. That started a whole movement of um, you know, yeah. everybody together to raise money and everything else. And um I particularly do remember that. And of course, with your music, you're trying to smash Taylor Swift's record. And um can can this guy break the record of Taylor Swift? Sooner or later, we'll find out just one minute. And how did I help out? You're listening to the Mike Widener Show at the MikeWidenerShow.com, powered by Sonic Web Studios and brought to you by official sponsor of the Mike Widener Show, International Warring Author Mia Molson Z Missing. We'll be back with the multi-talented James A. Norkwich after this time. The Mike Wagner Show is powered by Sonic Web Studios. If you're looking to start or upgrade your online presence, visit www.sonicwebstudios.com for all of your online needs. Call 1-800-303-3960 or visit us online at www.sonicwebstudios.com to get started today. Mention The Mike Wagner Show and get 20% off your project. Sonic Web Studios, take your image to the next level. Hey everybody, my name is Forbes Riley and I'm an American actress and a TV host 
And I was delighted when I got my copy of Missing, which is Extraordinary Relation of Ordinary People based on a real life relationship. It's just, it's well written. It's amazing. You know, it talks about a man who has lost his wife and his daughter, and it's very well done. I'm gonna highly recommend that you go get your copy of Missing. It is a powerful, exciting read. Mr. Mian Moshe Zia. He is the author of Missing. And I wanna give a big shout out and a kiss all the way halfway around the world to my dear friend. Check him out at Mia's website. It's called www.miamotionzea.com. Missing, available on Amazon. Again, I'm Forbes Riley and I will see you again soon. Bye-bye. Hey, hey, this is Ray Powers and boy, are you in luck. Right place, right time. Tuned in to the Mike Wagner Show. You heard me. We're back with a multi-talented uh, musician and um, also a DJ extraordinaire and a musician. More James A. Norquich here on the Mike Wagner Show. And um, where can we find all your music like Christmas Magic, Mr. Christmas, Connecticut Christmas, and songs from Great American Songbook, Volumes 1, 2, and more. And your other music, where can we find all that? Uh, Spotify, Deezer, Amazon Music, uh, iTunes, iHeart, Pandora, Tidal, and anybody else in the middle that you know distributor decides to throw in their last minute you know pretty much in google or just go to my website www.jamesanorkowich.com facebook instagram twitter uh linkedin am i forgetting anything i don't don't think so i'm sure a new platform is going to pop up sooner or later yeah i mean you know pretty pretty much pretty much just google me and and uh and I'm very interactive. Anybody reaches out to my website, you know, drops a note, sends an email. Uh, it, you know, it's great to hear. Or, or oh yeah, the, of course, Twitter. You know, and um, you know, be be sure to friend me because that's where you find the updates. You find everything else what's going on. And uh, you know, I like to be be a part of the uh, musical community. You know, here in my home and my studio and and in my life and. Uh, you know, music is for all of us to share it. Uh, you know, if we don't share it, we don't tell our story and we don't pass it along to others. You know, it's it's going to get really, really boring. <laughs> and, or, and, or, or or it's like, you know, if you're not going to if someone's not going to tell it, who will or someone else will. Yeah. And and, you know, and if someone tells it, you know, I mean, it, listen, everybody is entitled to interpret things their own way. But um my own personal opinion music is going nowhere right now and someone said rock is dead and you know maybe a year or so ago i would have agreed with them but i'm seeing that rock is actually coming back and real pop music and people are actually soul searching and getting into a a good headspace where they're saying you know we got to get back to the stuff that makes us feel good Mm -hmm. and certainly did as well too and who do you consider biggest influence in your career in my career, yes, uh, definitely, definitely uh, David Foster. Um, I mean, again, he wrote for Chicago. He wrote for uh, Earth, Wind, and Fire, Whitney Houston, and you know, um, as a as an instrumentalist. Ooh, uh, I, I I got I got to, I got to say, you know, the Gershwins, the Porters, the you know, um. um even Sinatra, I mean, even down to Sinatra, even as 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 corny and crazy as this is going to sound, growing up, you know, 
Barry Manilow's, the Kenny Rogers, the Lionel Richie's, they all had this collective music, musical artistry that just, you know, was infectious to the rest of the world. And um, what they did for pop music, what, what they did for jazz, what they did for R&B, everything. I mean, Quincy Jones, um, I mean, you know, you can't mention jazz and pop and rock and everything else without mentioning him. So, you know, I, I'm, I'm a musical sponge. I soak it all in and... Now the thing is internalize it, spit it out there, and and make it your own. Mm-hmm. And that's very good. Um, great case as well, too. What's the best advice you can give to anybody at this point? Best advice is, you know, if you're, again, always listen. You know, I mean, look, you can go to your local thrift store and vinyl, vinyl right now, you, can, <laughs> you, you wouldn't believe what you find. I mean, albums that, People have thrown away. Maybe they've given up on the group. Maybe they've given up on the band or they've given up on the technology. Thing is to keep listening. The thing is to always, if you're picking up your instrument for the first time, don't get discouraged. You know, you gotta you gotta just set a goal, set a realistic goal. Take time. You know, if you don't, if you don't like the teacher that's teaching you, then maybe it's time to switch gears, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, maybe it's time to sometimes just just go veer off in a, into the distance and find out what makes you who you are and then throw that back into your music. And there, you might be surprised. I, actually, you might find. Mm, certainly indeed as well, too. We'll give it a shot. Once again, with the multi-talented James A. Norkowitz of um, Songs from the Great American Songbook and more here on the Mike Wagner Show. James, a very big thank you for your time. You've been absolutely fantastic. Learned a lot. Looking forward to having you again soon. Keep us up to date. Keep in touch. Love to have you back, especially for Christmas time. Again, what's your website? How do people contact you? Where can people purchase or check out your works? Again, www.jamesanorkowitz.com. Uh, again, Spotify, Amazon uh, Music, Pandora, Deezer, Tidal, iHeart, iTunes. I should know these because I gotta have to hashtag them every time. Um, <laughs> basically, anywhere you get your streaming music, you know you can you can stream, but also but also to physically download, have it on your PC, put it in your playlist. I mean, um, you know, and then usually uh, off my website, jamesanorkowitz.com. Um, pretty soon within the next couple of months, we're putting a virtual shop in there. So you'd actually be able to get a hardcore copy on any, any particular form of media, whether you be USB, uh, vinyl, uh, or, um, you know, or direct download. So this way you're equipped, you're set and, you know, and then if you're on streaming media and you're putting your own, uh, videos or whatnot, just type in my name and you can take one of the songs that I've done and, Put it to your uh, event or to your whatever whatever video that you're going to put out there into the world. I can be part of what you're going to do. And certainly great indeed as well. We'll certainly do that. Once again, James, a very big thank you for your time. You've been absolutely amazing. Looking forward to having you again soon. Keep us up to date. Keep in touch. Live happy back. We wish you all best. And James, you definitely have a great future ahead of you. 
Thank you very much. The Mike Wagner Show is powered by Sonic Web Studios. If you're looking to start or upgrade your online presence, visit www.sonicwebstudios.com for all of your online needs. Call 1-800-303-3960 or visit us online at www.sonicwebstudios.com to get started today. Mention The Mike Wagner Show and get 20% off your project. Sonic Web Studios, take your image to the next level. Hey everybody, my name is Forbes Riley and I'm an American actress and a TV host. And I was delighted when I got my copy of Missing, which is Extraordinary Relation of Ordinary People based on a real life relationship. It's just, it's well written, it's amazing. You know, it talks about a man who has lost his wife and his daughter and it's very well done. I'm gonna highly recommend that you go get your copy of Missing. It is a powerful, exciting read. Mr. Mian Moshe Zia, he is the author of Missing. And I wanna give a big shout out and a kiss all the way halfway around the world to my dear friend. Check him out at Mia's website. It's called www.miamotionzea.com. Missing, available on Amazon. Again, I'm Forbes Riley and I will see you again soon. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to The Mike Wagner Show. Brought to you by international award-winning author Mia Mosinzia of Missing. And powered by Sonic Web Studios. Be sure to join us again on over 40 podcast platforms. And of course, on the MikeWagnerShow.com, HamiltonRadio.net, and Diamonds FM. Don't forget to support our program with a generous donation at the MikeWagnerShow.com. Thanks for listening.